Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. What's happening, it's your girl Akbar be the queen of Atlanta, and I just hopped off the porch with dirty glove bastards. What made me the queen is that I'm gonna be a real shit by any means, and keep my lace front cute and talk my this shit, I'm slaying. Alright, so we got Akbar V off the porch with us. Period. Queen of Atlanta, you already know how I come. There you go, how you feeling today? I feel good. Yeah. I've been so tired, I just left LA. Okay. Working in the studio and stuff. Just working on music out there? Yep, working okay. on music and just, you know, getting a different vibe. L.A. is a different vibe. I love L.A. Absolutely. Yeah, sometimes you just got to get away from your home and, you know, catch a different vibe, get yeah. out your comfort zone and create I, something different, you know? Yeah, and I love being uncomfortable because that's what brings out everything in me, you know, yep. when I'm uncomfortable. I feel so that. I've been up there just working and grinding. Okay. How's your 2021 starting off? So far, it's starting off real good. Yeah. Let's just play. <laughs> good so far i'm thankful there you go yeah you know it was a tough year for a lot of people last year so you're definitely hoping for some better vibes some better luck this year you know yeah we will if god's willing if god's willing we're gonna do what it what he said out we're gonna do yeah yeah so let's take it back to cleveland ave what was it like for you a female growing up on cleveland ave (sighs) uh me growing up on cleveland was like i'm with amongst a lot of dudes, you know what I'm saying? You got Young Thugs, Big Boo Slug, um, TJ, uh, Rock Crew, just, we just a family, you know what I'm saying? So it was, I had to survive and they, and those dudes taught me a lot, you know what I'm saying? I've been through a lot with them and 
You know, I've been in the streets since I was 14. So me just coming out and, you know, being in the streets and they take me under their wing, you know what I mean? Whether, you know, we fought or we had our differences, we family, you know, and that rock crew serious, you know what I'm saying? We most hated in Atlanta, but, you know, we was unstoppable and untouchable too. Yeah. At what age would you say you jumped off the porch? 14. Okay. Mm-hmm. Never forget, you know. My mom was on drugs and I was staying in a household that had, like, including me, it's like nine kids. You know what I'm saying? And my auntie, she just tried to do the best she could, but it, she really couldn't, you know, she, she grew up in poverty. She really didn't understand or know, you know what I'm saying? So I don't hold nothing against her for that, for not knowing what to do with a talented kid. Cause I was talented in, as a child. They just n never knew what to do with me, you know? But Cleveland Avenue, it showed me a lot and it made me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can honestly say Cleveland Avenue made me who I am. Yeah. Were you running around with a lot of females or was it mostly guys that you were it, We with? got the rock gr girls too. Okay. We got the rock girls too, you know what I'm saying? I was first lady of the rock. <laughs> um, and they, they, the rock girls, we have our differences, but all of them, they loyal. You know, I can call them right now, it's some, some pop off. They gonna ride with me. They, they ain't even asking no questions. They pulling up, not you know what I'm saying. And the fact that you know they love me, cause like once again, like we raised on Cleveland. You know what I'm saying. It's a difference. You know, we all grew up together. We we grew as a family, like to love each other no matter what the circumstance. And Big Boo was our CEO. You know, he was like the biggest nigga. And you know, uh, I lost him. I think 2019. Yeah, he died January 2019, if I'm not mistaken. Um, got shot in the head. I miss him so much, but he raised us, you know. He actually raised us, you know. And I'm I'm thankful for everything that he taught me, you know, so. Yeah, I feel that. You know, you've been through a lot of adversity in your life. Um, can you talk to about this incident where you got shot in the head when you were leaving the club? Yeah. So the incident where I got shot in the head, I'm leaving outside the club, you know, it was, I feel like um, I don't really be want to speak on it because of, you know, like my hood was at war. So anybody know me, they know I'm with those niggas wrong or right, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I understood it. I'm just thankful to, to be here, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't make it from a headshot, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and I could have been an innocent bystander, who knows? You know, I ain't looking at it like I was an innocent bystander. I, they wanted their target, you know? So I just thank God for having his hands on me. You know, he wasn't ready because he knew what I was set out to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just the life that I chose. You know, it really didn't even the life that I chose. It's the, that's all I knew. You know, I knew streets. I don't know. I never graduated from high school. I didn't know how to <laughs> to be this, and you know, this little pretty girl. I was on the block gambling. I was running with different dudes, like thugging. This is what I was adapted to. So whatever came behind that, I stood on that. You know what I'm saying? I stood for what it is. That's what it is. I'm a street, you know? Yeah. I'm street. <laughs> Did that incident change at all how you move around? Um, I think that incident did never change me. It was the fact that my name came up in a homicide that I had nothing to do with that changed me. Hmm. 
So I felt it was back at the back. So I felt God trying to tell me something, but I'm so happy I got a, a pastor that prays. She loves me, she pray for me. And then she's not a pastor that want money. Like she get out of her bed at five o'clock in the morning. If I'm going through something, my pastor gonna pick up for me. So I feel like it was a time that I was going through a lot. Like I'm, I'm really trying to figure it out, figure it out. And me getting shot in the head. Then I end up going to this club and someone that I genuinely like cared about, brother got killed. And they was going line saying I gave the gun and oh, it was wow. just a lot. So, you know, I just had to leave Atlanta for uh, a minute. And I never forget how uh, Mills from LA, Fruit Town, Pyru, he, he rolled out the air mattress for me, you know what I'm saying? So when that happened, I had to go to Philadelphia and, and, and Phil Gates, Meek Mill's manager, uh, son, took me under his wing, like didn't even know me. You know what I'm saying? I was just blessed to have those guys, you know, they was ready to go to war about me, you know? They, they just loved me, you know? Cause you know, if you really knew me, you knew that I couldn't cross the dude, you know what I'm saying? Who brother got killed, you know? Cause how much I loved him. And I felt like he's supposed to know that, you know what I'm saying? I felt like, you know, regardless of what it looked like or what you, what people saying, you didn't supposed to listen to him. That's how I felt, you know? And I feel like that, that taunts me a lot because to this day, like we don't speak, but I still got, I still care about him. Cause one thing about him, he, he was a good dude. He took care of me. Like, and the only thing he wanted was the best for me. And I know that, you know, I know he just wanted me to be, be better. And he used to always tell me that. And it hurts that, you know, we don't speak. So I feel like that was a, a point in time that I, I wanted to change. Not so that um, I wanted to, I needed to. If I was going really, you know, and I feel like that's the time. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But I really got serious. 2016 is like when I really got serious with my career. Like, I got talent. I'm a rap. Let me go on and do this because I've been a rapper when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? I always loved music. And that incident really showed me who people was. I lost a lot of people. To this day, I still don't trust nobody, you know? Um, Cause I'm from the era where, believe none of what you see, or half of what you hear, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I just wish, you know, it would've never happened, but I thank God that, you know, a lot got revealed to me, you know? I feel that, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, your, your raps, very lyrical. Who'd you grow up listening to that kind of inspired that? Um, I used to listen to a lot of Bad Boy, a lot of E, okay. Misty Elliott, Destiny Childs, um, Lil Wayne, Hot Boys. Um, uh, I, I love the Ghetto Boys. A Ghetto Love is the love okay. that we live by. Uh, the Lost Boys, I think. Renee, the song Renee. Um, I love a lot of old school because this new rap ain't really talking about nothing, you know, and I be wanting my, my, my music to be meaningful, you know, and I do feel like real music is on its way back, you know, but nowadays it's just, he, he, you know, it just be 
catchy, you know? Yeah, it's more of a vibe. Uh, yeah, but me, like, I got a lot of pain built in me, you know? I go through a lot. So I be wanting to just express it, and I can't talk to people. So I get in the studio and I punch in on the beat, and I talk to the beat, you know what I'm saying? So I just don't feel no way about it. I feel like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna stand on what I stand on with it, because I, I can really rap. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> What's your thoughts on the rise of the female rappers these past few years too? It's it's certain ones that that I like. You know, Juicy Fruit. That's my sister, Rocky. I like Pap Chanel, Amaretta. Um, they can they can speak to me. Um, I love Asian Dog too. Asian Dog can spit. You know. Um, I don't want to forget nobody. Oh, uh, Lady London. That's one of my favorites. Okay. She spits. And, mm -hmm. I, and I love that about her. Um, and that's, that's, I don't want to forget nobody because I like what I like, you know? But yeah, but you know, I feel like um, these female rappers, um, not the ones that I named, but a lot of them is, is gimmicks, you know? Like, they'll never be like, an icon because of they don't have long-term music that if 20 years from now you can go listen to that song and be like that was a hit like I don't feel like that only person I feel like bring that is Nicki Minaj like Missy Elliott did it mm -hmm. Eve did it you know what I'm saying Little Kim did it um and Certain songs with Foxy, she did it. You know, like to this day, it's like that was a that was a hard song. Like you can still bop to the song. I don't think these new girls got that. So I'm just being honest. Uh, I like I like Dream Doll. I like the stuff Dream Doll that came out with too. Okay. I feel like uh, she done got a lot 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 better with her lyrics and stuff. And her delivery always been cold though. I I, I like Dream Doll. And that's what it's about, you know, even me, I get better every time I spit, you know? So I feel like that's what it's about. You know, nobody write my lyrics either. I write my own music. Like I really go in the studio and I punch in, like I do that cause I'm dead. <laughs> and for Nikki to just stamp it, I was like, I love it. You know, that's my icon. I love Nikki. Yeah. You know, before these girls was team Nikki, I was always team Nikki. Like they'll tell you out the gate, it was so crazy because BET had disrespected her like a couple years ago. Yeah, I remember and, that. And I didn't. I said I ain't going back. I ain't going to BET Awards because y'all tried Nikki. Like that's how a diehard fan of Nikki that I am and was still to this day. You know, so when people were, I seen a lot of people switch up. Like a lot of people was, you know, because that's what this industry about. You know, they seen Cardi coming and they was. And, and, and keep in mind, I, I fuck with Cardi. You know, I have no bit, bad ill will against Cardi. I love Cardi, Cardi personality. And certain songs I love, love Cardi um, have done. But I just felt like it was a lot of people that was so team Nicki. And then when Cardi came, it was, oh, we, we tired of, you know what I'm saying? It was just, and I feel like a lot of fans and, 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 and a lot of people in the industry run those women against each other. I feel like that's what they be doing. Like they'll, they'll say something and then if you're a weak-minded person, you're going to believe what these people are saying. Like, you're going to fall into it because it ain't even the point of being weak-minded. It's like you could just say something or come in or something. You know, they finna twist it and take it the wrong way. And 
That that's something I just couldn't I couldn't feel. Yeah. Like I was always Team Nikki. You know, it was nothing wrong with me liking Cardi too. Like Nikki didn't put a gun in my head and say you can't like Cardi. Like <laughs> yeah, nah. I'm just telling you who my favorite rapper is, and I do like Cardi. Yeah. You know, like people got the game messed up. I'm not that. I'm real. I stand on what I stand on. And sometimes real get you hated, but it's okay because the real gonna prevail. Believe that. For real. Yep. Doing some research, um, I heard the story of you showing up to Rick Ross's house unannounced. Yeah, I, I love Ross. Um, keep in mind, like, me just broke. I was on my last $2. I swear to you, this is no lie. And my homegirl, Lundy, uh, she, she said, she was like, I, I did say, I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to buy him. I said, Wingstop. And Lundy was like, no, nah, he owned Checkers. So I took my last two dollars. Yeah, she was like, he owned checkers too. I never even knew Ross owned it checkers. Yeah. You know, my homegirl London told me, London Richie. And I was like, all right, we finna go to his house. Like I pulled up to the gate with the gatekeeper. I had a burger in the front of my last two dollars. I gave that nigga. I said, hey, tell Ross, I just I just wanted him to hear me rap. Like I didn't care if he signed me or not, because I knew when my name was brought up in other rooms and he know. Yeah, she can spit. That's all I cared about. If this nigga just hear me rap, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I get why he didn't sign female rappers because he ended up going on the Breakfast Club saying why he don't sign female rappers. Mm -hmm. And I understand it. <laughs> I probably would have gave him some pussy to be all 100. <laughs> yeah, he got a lot of backlash for that, too. Yeah, well, it's, that's who he is. So at the end of the day, you ready for a nigga to keep it real with you or you want him to lie? I respect a nigga gonna put all the cards on the table. Hey, I can get you this. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it's like, it goes back to a lot of sacrifices that had to be made. And I always thought about like, if I'm fucking this broke nigga, he ain't got nothing to offer me. Why not fuck Ross? And he can goddamn change my life and change my career. But once again, everybody don't think like me. I'm from the streets. So I was taught survival. So a person that had their mom and dad with them, they never gonna think like me. Like a person that grew up in a stable household, they are never gonna think like me because once I come from a broken home, you talking to a girl that was getting raped by you talking to a girl that you know was in foster care, was just been through a lot. You talking to a girl that mom was on drugs and they used to tell me I was gonna be just like my mom and they was telling me my mom was out here selling my sister. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even though my sister said that the allegations wasn't true, but you're talking to her. So I'm broken. I'm still broken to this day, but I'm learning to love me. You know, I'm learning. Like, I be praying. Sometimes I just sit in my room. I just cry and just talk to God because I ain't got nobody to talk to. So understand, like, back then, if he was the, oh, yeah, I can change your life. Yeah, I'm going. I'm telling you I'm going to give him some pussy. I was, I was, I was literally, I was going to fuck the dog shit out of him. This is no cap. I promise you I will, because I'm I'm gonna be real, like, I gotta survive, you know, and that's what I'm doing this for. You know, I'm trying to survive. I gotta make way for kids that I got, you know. My auntie's struggling. I have to do shit that I have to do for my kids. Like, nah, I'm survivor, survivor mode, period. That's how I think. Yeah. What was Ross's reaction when you showed up? He listened to me rap. Yeah. And you know what I respect about him, though? And what he said to me? He said, I'm not gonna give it to you because if I give it to you, you're gonna lose it anyway. Hmm. And that right there, the whole is stuck with me out of this whole journey. That, that little phrase, I'm not gonna give it to you because if I give it to you, you're gonna lose it anyway. And you know why he told me that, right? 
Because if it's handed and it's not worked, worked for, I'm not going to cherish it. I'm not going to appreciate it. But if I get out here and I grind, I get on Instagram, I rap, and I, and I get in this studio and I really work my behind off, I'm going to appreciate that because that's what I, I appreciate. It. This ain't no overnight success. You know what I'm saying? I started with Delonte Murphy, you know, uh, over there at Empire. Delonte, you know, have, have worked with a lot of people. K. Michelle, everybody, you know, he was used to tell me how he used to have to be the DJ for K. Michelle. So I got a chance to get artist development. And that's what a lot of these artists don't have. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Even now that I'm with Cortez, you know, I'm still going through my motions of, you know, trying to do the fine print. And I know Cortez was real serious about me and my brand because, you know, back when, when I was with him, you know, I have never signed paperwork, but Tez was investing in me. That's why I love Cortez. And Cortez was like, I just have so much to tell y'all. It's like, it's, this is a lot. Uh, but Cortez was investing in me, never signed a paperwork. And I would get on Instagram and, and you know, play with bananas and, and, and bite bananas and suck on bananas, right? So this is about a year or two ago, last year probably. So I signed in October with Cortez, right? Mm -hmm. So now I got on here to, this year and did a banana trick. And then they could call me and say, Agua, take that down. It's messing up your brand. So I understood it. Like, all right, he all in now. You get it? Mm -hmm. So now I understand that he's serious. So I'm going to be extra serious. I have not went on there again with doing nothing like that. Like nothing. No, it's strictly about my music because that's what I'm, I'm focused on, my music. They need me. These real bitches need me. Like I'm the voice for the real bitches across the United States of America, Italy, Japan, Jamaica, Africa, London, they need me. Paris, they need me. Who gonna, if they, if I don't speak for them, who's gonna speak for the real bitches? I said in a, I said in a verse, um, I say, um, I stand tall for them real bitches that make way when the well dry. So who you think they banking on? Top back and my brain gone. Bitch, you know my range strong. That's in that queen song. So I'm basically telling you, I'm standing tall for these real bitches. That these bitches know how it feels to struggle. They know how I feel to been through some shit. So I gotta, I'm standing tall for the ones that make way when they well dry. Ain't no water over there, ain't nothing coming out. You know what I'm saying? So they still making a way. When the well dry, everybody know how they well dry. When it's dry, it's dried up. Yeah. All right, catch them balls. <laughs> How's the feedback been on Queen? I, I think it's only been a week, Ted right? Said, Ted said it's going good. Okay. He said it's going good. He said the streaming is going good. There's no playlisting or nothing. My fans is just, them Akbarshians, they love me. They've been waiting on you too. They've been waiting on me. And I love them. <laughs> they, they, they just want to see me win. And that's what I love about my fan base. It be a couple trolls and the trolls be really fans. They just don't know how to come out and tell you. They, they just want to judge me off love and hip hop. But my Akbarshians, I love them. I, I love my fans. I get on there, we pray together. We talk about God. I might cuss them out when I'm mad at them or something they did. <laughs> or I'm, I'm probably drinking a little tips. So I cuss their ass out, but I love my fans. I don't care. The Mark Brashens ride for me, so of course I ride for them. Yeah. Coldest summer too. Is it still coming, or have you switched up the title? I don't know. We we still probably drop cold summer too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause I did cold summer already. Yeah. So, 
Besides Queen, what is what else is this new music? Oh, song I got about? a lot of. I want to drop this clown ass nigga song <laughs> that I made to my New York boyfriend. Uh, you still with him? It's a, it's an entanglement. Am I? Yeah, it's complicated. Has he heard the song yet? Yeah, he like it. He just <laughs> you like it. You know, a nigga be happy I put him in a song. Nigga, shut up. <laughs> you like that? Shut up. Even if you're calling him a clown? <laughs> yeah, he is a clown. He quit to call me a clown though. He always try to call me a clown. Like you a clown, son? You a clown? Yo, Valerie, you a clown? And I'm like, nigga, like you the clown. This is your circus. I'm just a part of it. So I, I probably feel a little bit of a clown, but this is your circus, so you the head, you the head clown, really, to be honest. I'm a clown for messing with you, period. See, I got daddy issues. And I know this. That's why I gotta like to God be the glory. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been working with any other features, any other rappers? Mm, not really, not right now. Okay. Not right now. We just we get me. Okay. Tez is focused on me right now. So in due time, it's going to be some features come. Okay. But right now, we just Akbar V, Queen of Atlanta. Yeah. What about producer-wise? Who have you been cooking up with? Oh, um, I love Brizzy on the beat. The loopholes. The loopholes is uh, in Brizzy. They my favorite. Uh, city. Uh, city. My guy, City. I don't know how to pronounce City last name. City wrote Timmy. But City is a dope writer for hooks and stuff, so he'll probably come in with a hook on me. I'd be like, I like this, or I'll take some out, put some in. I'm just very creative, you know, and I don't know, it's just, it's up for me. Like, I just love music. Yeah. Uh-huh. Talk to us about working with Marlo on Heaven Sin. I know you guys had a pretty good, uh, good relationship. He did. Uh, it broke my heart when he died, you know. Um, and he was one of the guys that told me, like, you gotta go back to your roots. And he basically, I had left my hood, like I ain't fucking with them niggas. And he was like, nah, this one y'all was unstoppable. And you see me when Thug first came out, I'm up there just throwing up the rock. And um, cause we been throwing up the rock way back when, you know. So when people see me doing this, I ain't representing Jay-Z, I'm representing my hood. <laughs> but I love Hove though, so it's like, it's all glove. I'm throwing that shit up, you know? But, um, Nah, it broke my heart. My little died. I, I got the call from Head. No, I actually called Head and I was like, nah, what? But earlier that day, he was on my live and he was like, I love you, sir. Now like, I love you too, bro. Cause I called and just check on him, just make sure he's good, you know, cause I know he be going through a lot, you know. So, that just in Atlanta though, they, they be thinking Atlanta really stick together, but somewhat, but it be a lot of sneak diss and hatred too, you know what I'm saying? So, that's like everywhere you go. So, at the end of the day, you just gotta get out. Like, if you really trying to do it, that, that's why I couldn't be doing illegal stuff no more. I had to really leave the streets alone. Like, I wanted to leave it alone. Like, I wanted to just do right, and that's what I'm doing. I'm doing right. So, you know, to any dude that, any person that's trying to rap, like, you know, I don't feel like nothing worth having if you don't, if you don't really work hard for it. Like, it's not worth having if you don't work hard. And sometimes them trials and tribulations ain't nothing God sent them your way to strengthen you. So when I lost him, it was like, dang, I wanted you to just switch over and lead the streets, you know? Because he was talented. Like, I didn't even know Marlo could rap. Like, I used to go to their hood and shoot dice with them. This is what I'm telling you. I used to go shoot dice. And we was never like, 
it was never a bad moment with him, you know? But he is who he is, okay? So you gotta just let people be who they are. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it was, you know? And you live by that sword, you die by that sword too. So if you live by the streets, you die by the streets too. Not saying that that's what happened, because I believe that when God call you home, that's what it is, you know? He called you and nobody can predict death. God is the only one that can say, hey, this is, I'm ready for my son to come home. And I believe that's what happened. But he's very, he's missed. I miss him. Yeah, absolutely. Long live Marlo, man. Long live Marlo. He was a great guy, man. Mr. Knife War God himself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, how would you describe your experience on Love and Hip Hop? Lord, Love and Hip Hop. Um, I think Love and Hip Hop got me a bigger fan base. Uh, and notoriety, I think that I'm thankful for VH1 and Mona Scott and Stephanie. You know, uh, I didn't want to go back this season uh, due to the fact that I got so much backlash on how I was carrying on, but I also felt like, you know, they put me in a lot of situations that I told them, y'all know I'm a real one. I'm not finna get here and play makeup. Nah, I, I have issues with these people. So why put me in the same room as them? Um, and they did that a lot. And you know, a lot of them girls, they make up things and you know, they do things just for a good television show. And I never wanted to do that. Everything you've seen was real. Mm -hmm. That's who I gave you what it was. I'm not finna make up a scene or none of that. This is what it is, baby. However you take it, that's how you take it. But then this pandemic made me realize that I was wrong. <laughs> you see, I, I can just admit I was really wrong. Like I was looking back, I'm like, I look like a bully. <laughs> now I'm being honest, like I look like a bully. And that's not what I wanted no more, you know? Cause I got a feeling that they're gonna tell you, they're gonna come to me, one of my producers is gonna tell me something, then one of their producers, and it's gonna be too much. And, and I feel like I can go back if the narrative was changed, you know, I'm letting my team handle that. But I didn't want it to be, well, I'm looking like a bully no more. So I had to change me. And you believe it or not, even though I don't feel like I was wrong, regardless of who wrong, I, I, I apologize to Light Skin, Keisha, Spice, Tokyo, Shikana. This pandemic made me realize that, baby, life is short. You can have all this one day and it can be gone tomorrow. And it didn't sink in until the pandemic. And I, and I felt like we was deep in. And it was so much happening. You know, uh, the, the, the riots. And, and I'm like, man, I'm all If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. Pulling on to this petty queen of LA. Baby, everybody queens. It is why I had a, everybody. You a queen. You. But these girls, you got to understand certain ones. They they have they 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 know so high in the clouds, thinking that they better. And I let them think what they think. You know, I don't. It is what it is. As long as I know I did what I wanted to do, what God told me to do, because I pray a lot. So it was no way I could just really go around and just be really doing that and being that person and not and god not whipping me for it or like let me know like my conscience you know like i brought you was wrong so i did apologize i did you know right my wrongs whether they accepted it or not that's on you it ain't on me no more i did what you know god told me to do like all right 
You know, I felt like I was led to apologize. And even though to this day, I don't feel like certain situations I was wrong, but who, who, who cares? Long as I was a bigger person, that's all that matter. Because understand that we all are females and we all are trying to grow and we all trying to get to a bad, you know, we all fight in this industry. Like females fight harder than men, you know, just to be that who they are called to be or who they are want, they want to be. You know, I'm called for this. I get in the studio and I just rap. I punch in. You think God called you for that? LeBron James, he got called to play basketball. That's a gift. That's a God-given talent. Michael Jordan called to do this. That's why you see Nikki, she was called. God called her to do that. That's why you see that a lot of people never reach iconic moments. I'm gonna be an iconic girl, a woman. I'm iconic, I promise you this. Cause you know why? I was called to do this. So he's gonna prosper me. And a lot of people not called, they're just doing it. So it might do be harder for me. It might do be a little extra harder for me because God want me to value it more. You know, then these girls that just got these little overnight success. So I can honestly say it ain't come overnight for me. I really ride, I, I really work hard. I, I get in the studio sometimes at 5 p.m. Don't leave out to about what, three, four in the morning? That's grind, that's dedication. Well not one person write my lyrics. My people can tell you, I get in there, even on live, I will harmonize a whole song, like da 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 Then I go back, listen to it. And I go put words in the song, like, and if you don't know that technique, now my fans know it, cause at first they was trying to clown me. And then they was like, nah, y'all gotta tr trust the process. They, people that's new to me, my fans will stand up like, nah, trust our process. Cause you finna see what she finna do. And after that, it's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> ATL. So when I say I'm the queen of Atlanta, know that that's what it is. I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> Salute to you for your growth as a person. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. absolutely. All right. so. We'll take it back. The real streets of Atlanta. You really want to Google that. <laughs> and you know, I made up that show myself and got that them was your to do idea. Yes. I always wanted to do something like that. And that was my show. My real friends, like, and we was really going through a lot. This a stuff lot. was real. Yes. Yeah. It was real. And I uh they want me to start it back up, but it just gotta be better if I was to do it the real street life Atlanta again. That was really mine. Okay. Are you still friends with anyone from the show? Yeah, I'm still friends with all of okay. them. Like, it ain't even a friendship. It's like we family. So, yeah, yeah the rock girls, them the rock girls. Like, okay. Where are they going to go? They, <laughs> even if I don't, I cannot talk to them for three months. If I go to the hood, they still there. Like, they know, like, we family. Like, yeah. I hear that you're in love with Drake. I love Drake. <laughs> yeah, I, you see how I switch my voice when I talk about Drake? Um, I really love Drake. Um, I always love Drake. Nothing new. Wanna shoot uh, your shot at him real quick? Um, Drake, baby, if you were seeing this, you know that your wife here, she loves you. I um can't wait to, you know, we go to our first date and we make our first daughter and she walking around talking about da 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 da. I love you, baby. If you listening, Drake, I really love you and I feel like you are so talented. And you another person that I feel was called to do this um music. You're so gifted, and I love you for just inspiring. Like, you, you knocking down barriers, like, that haven't been done. So, yeah, you're the GOAT, baby. My husband is the GOAT. <laughs> Have you ever met him? 
Yeah. Yeah. Did but you tell him all this? People don't think. Yeah, people don't think I, I met him before. Did you tell him this in person? Yeah. He know I love him. <laughs> what was his reaction? Aki. He give me hug. He brushed me off. He he tried to melt me. Drake don't want me. He brushed me off. Aki. That's love. And give me a hug and keep it pushing. Drake don't care. I still shoot my shot. I do not care. I still be shooting it. Shoot or but shoot. But he, he know who I am. You know. Um. Everybody knows me. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Akbar V. Yeah. So what's next for you? Hard work, dedication. Do you know what's so crazy? I want my grind to be like Beyonce. Like you see how her, her moments are theatrical, how they just. I I want that. Like I I want I want that. Like I'm I'm a I'm a dreamer. I dream. I I explore like. This what you see in it's passion. You know what I'm saying? And it's only up from here. I thank God for my team, my manager, Andy, you know, like everybody that stand by me, you know, um, Cortez, I love Cortez. He's like my father I never had. And the fact that he know I deal with daddy issues and he step up to be a dad and tell me certain things. Like, bro, you gotta stop falling in love so quick with niggas and make me wanna value myself. You know what I'm saying? You, I'm so broken and fucked up in the inside, you know, and I be feeling like, well, how could this therapist lady tell me anything, like, that God can't? God heals. She probably be fucked up, too. She just ain't showing it. No disrespect, but white people know how to handle their shit way better, and they more patient with people, because I got this little white lady, Sue. Sue is like a godmother to me. Sue is more patient than any, any older black people has ever been with me, because I don't know why. It's like white people got more patience. I think <laughs> I'm not wrong for saying that either. <laughs> I'm sorry. They do like I can do something fucked up, like and something will happen. And Sue, like, it's oh no no Akbar, don't cry. It's gonna be and for that, you know she get it. I ain't been through none of the shit I've been through, but it's like she get it more so. I feel like growing up. My aunt would have, you're not allowed to, you know, you're not allowed to feel this way. Or, no, yes, I am. Let me feel this way because this is how I truly feel, you know? I'm just, I don't know. I think I'm going to be all right. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Like I said, I see the growth in yeah. already, so just Thank more you. about, yeah. It's just about staying focused, right? Mm-hmm. I'm focused. All right. Any last words? Any shout outs? I want to give a shout out to Rock Crew YSL. I love you niggas forever. Um, I want to shout out Nicki Minaj. You know you the goat, bitch. You my, you like my mother, period. You And Missy Elliott, I love Missy E. Um, I just want to shout out to the Akbarshians and everybody that fuck with me. It's up from here, like Akbar B. Cheer. What made me the queen is that I'm gonna be a real bitch by any means And keep my lace front cute and talk my shit, I'm slaying things And never let up Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again Because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level Absolutely Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. 
It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Pam offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.